Yeah, so I think the, the, the first thing is to understand the, the notions of why international institutions came into being. They always represent key geohistorical moments and political moments. The UN, as we are aware, was, um, and the UNSC was in particular, came out of the whole notion that the world must never go to war again. And it was already a series of contestations and compromises. There was already the notion, the idea that Stalin in particular, ironically, um, insisted that the, the Soviet Union at the time must have some form of representation, including and, in, and wanted the Ukraine and Belarus to have representation based on the fact that they felt that the United Kingdom were represented by their, in, in inverted commas, colonies at the time. So already at the formation, there were moments and contestations which, were, which, were, which represented what nationhood meant then, and which is very different, of course, to what nationhood means now. As in 1940s, of course, we were a constellation of... Powers um, ruled by the few, whereas now in 2015 they are the new emerging powers, and 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 obviously the construction of many of these institutions were not made with the with the view and with the vision that at some point we would have democratic and egalitarian internationalism, um, and of course institutions such as the World Trade Organization and others. What all of these institutions seem to have in common is power voice and overwhelming asymmetry. And yes, there has certainly been a huge move, especially from the global South countries such as Venezuela, uh, under the late, uh, the late Chavez, who spoke about the Band of Saw, which would be an alternative um, financial body. So I think that it's a bit of both that we need to think about reform, but we certainly must must insist on parallel or alternative institutions which are much more interested in new forms of democracy